This is AI Podcast, not artificial intelligence, agency intelligence. Our team's going to be 10 times stronger than all the other teams. A platform for agents. When people think of niche marketing, they're thinking so small scale. In real life agencies, sharing their thoughts. All you need to do is get in front of more people. To transform an industry. Better coverages, uh, better pricing, better everything. Real. The difference between givers, takers, and matchers. Agents. I guess I took a slightly different path coming to the agency. I know a lot of agencies. You can partner your clients with those companies that are looking for that specific target market. This is AI Podcast. Are you ready? I am. Let's go. Hello, loyal listeners, and welcome to another podcast of Agency Intelligence, uh, where we do give you the real agency intelligence from real agents inside of real agencies, and the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that the industry tries to make you believe. How are we doing, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Agency Intelligence, and I am excited to be here. I will tell you this right now. This podcast is sponsored by Podium, which is a really great company. I was just out in Utah and saw them, and guys, I got to tell you, what a great facility, what a great company. I I have to tell you, for a company that is new to our industry, and, uh, and when I say new, they sold their first agency, put their product in the first agency in August of 2017. I have to tell you, they've grown from a little over 15 people to 625 people. Now, keep in mind, in the automobile space, they are like ginormous. In the dental space, in the business space, in the lawyers, every professional setting, they've really went after and dominated. And so now they've moved into insurance, and you need to find out more about them. Check out Podium. This actually wasn't supposed to be a actual commercial for them. I'm just telling you, yes, they are a sponsor. But the reason why I wanted to tell you about them was because they got me thinking about some things. They got me to thinking about testimonials versus reviews. This is something I had been thinking about and we had been discussing inside the mastermind. But then when I was there, it really got me thinking based on some of the statistics that they were showing me. Uh, keep in mind, they are owned by Google. So they have some data that is second to none on what they should be doing and where they should be going and what they should be working on. So it's really, really interesting. Uh, their data is a little light when it comes to the insurance side. That's why they've asked a bunch of other agents to try to try to help them. And that's where we went out to Utah and me and Wesley Anderson and about 15 to 20 other agents sat down, not only learned about them, but also learned about what they can do. And folks, I think they're going to be someone that's going to be here for a while. So be sure to check them out. But here's what I wanted to start with. I wanted to talk about uh, some of the things. Here's, here's, here's the things that I want to talk about. You ready? I want to talk about testimonials versus reviews. Which one's better? I want to talk about what's my responsibility to you. Um, AI is changing, and it's changing huge, and it's changing fast, and I want to talk about that. There's a bunch of new loyal listeners we have, and I want to make sure that we're all on the same page. I also want to talk to you real quick. I'm going to start with this about a good company that I think might be selling soon, so I want to tell you about that. And then uh, one thing that's really important, and I want to end with this, which is you hear me talk about Neon a lot, and I want to talk about it with you. Because what I'm really excited to talk about with Neon is some of the things. A lot of people say, Jason, what are some of these things Neon can do? It's so vague. I really don't know about it. And that's been done on purpose. But I'm going to talk to you about some data that we have already derived that can give you a great insight into how awesome, powerful, and needed Neon is. Remember when it comes to Neon, it's all about the power to the agent. 
and wait until you hear what I'm going to talk to you about at the end of this podcast. But here's what I want to let you know. First of all, a top company. I have heard from two different sources around two weeks ago. I heard this, thought it was rumor, but I thought to myself, this is a good source that's telling me this. Then when I was in Utah and I was talking with some other agents who were good sources to this, they repeated the same thing. I had asked them who they had heard it from, came from a completely different group of the person who told it to me two weeks ago. So I feel as it's pretty good, but I will tell you that one of the top management companies in our industry has reached out for, they are saying, seed funding. But everybody in the industry knows that they're already so large, they wouldn't necessarily need that. Usually that is the beginning of them doing a great expansion, or that is the need of them actually going up for sale. So I just want to let you know about that. I'm not going to mention the company's name. You can just guess it for yourself if you want. They are in the top five, and I don't know if it's Applied or Vertifor that's going to be buying them. So that leaves it down to the top three, so you can think about that for yourself. Um, And it also could be rumor, but that's what I do here. That kind of rolls into what is my responsibility to you. You know, you listen to me, and you're a loyal listener, And you may question yourself sometimes, like, why does Jason do this? What is his reasoning? What is his end game? And so I've always done, like, why does Jason do this? Or or, what's my responsibility to you? I can't remember exactly what podcast it was, but it was was about a year ago right now. And it might have even been two years ago right now. I just know it was in the fall where I did a podcast where it was like, why I do what I do for you. Actually, I think that was the name of the podcast. And I, and I really go into depth in that. So if you're new and you're kind of wondering why I'm doing things I'm doing, please go back and listen to that. But I want you to know that right now there is a vacuum of leadership inside the industry. What does that mean? Think of any time a dictator or some head of state falls in a system where there is no structure. And let's just put it into, into perspective of a, of a government. Um, if there is no structure like, you know, elections that can happen or different types of things where you're in a community where the leader goes down. Um, there usually is a vacuum in a race to those who people who are trying to fill that void. Now, I'm not saying it's that dramatic in our industry. I'm just trying to, to paint a picture for you so that you can kind of get a little glimpse of what I'm seeing. And I have to say that um, my buddy Ryan Hanley led a great charge at trustedchoice.com. They blow. But he created an outreach to us independent insurance agents, uh, which was called Agency Nation. And he did a very good job of that, created a video series, created a, uh, a blog, he created a department there, stacked it with some of the best people in the industry as far as creative people, video people, marketing people. He did such a great job, man, and I, I know you guys all know how great he did, and we miss him. You know, he's been out of the industry, I think, almost, uh, oh, not quite a year now, but pretty getting pretty close to it. And he's been away from Agency Nation for about uh, a year now. And ever since then, a lot of the great people have left. I think at the, at the, at the posting of this podcast, I think Joey is about the only one left. Now, no discredit to anybody else who still works there. I'm, maybe I don't know about you, but I'm just saying when it was Ryan Hanley, Sidney uh, Rowe, and then, and then Joey Jingola, I'm, that's all I about knew. And I know that those were the real people that were injecting a lot of life into that. And Joey's the only one there left. And um, I just think that there has been an absence of leadership. And I believe that it's our 
obligation and our duty to be able to fill that uh, that void. Now, I know there's a bunch of other podcasts out there and, and, and more power to them. I know there's other leaders out there and more power to them. I actually don't want there to just to be one leader. What I'd like it for to do is us to be running this community, how a community should be ran, which is based on everybody. And so that's why I'm doing what other people refuse to do. For instance, any of our associations or other places, it's kind of like, well, if you want to do uh, be with us, then you can't do your own thing. And that's wrong. And so here at AI, uh, Agency Intelligence, what we have done is, is we've created a platform. And you're going to start seeing more podcasts roll out, but not by me. They're going to be done by other people. Um, right now, we are in the works of working on one, which is going to be called Agency Inspired, and it's going to be about everything outside of the industry and outside of your office. You know, the things that we go through after we turn off the lights and after we go home and the things we deal with on a business level, on a spiritual level, on a personal level, on a mental level, and, and trying to talk about that. And let's just uh, get rid of some of the taboos of the things that we try to hide as insurance agents and realize that we're all in this together and our lives are pretty similar no matter how much we may think they're different. And I'm really excited about that. Then I've also just got off the phone with another gentleman um, who is a tech automation genius who I have asked to put a podcast in called Agency Information. And that's where we're going to take about 10 to 15 minute, maybe 20 minute podcast and actually take one thing, one process, one automation, one workflow, one sales technique, and we're going to break it down. It's going to be more around technology, let me tell you. But we're going to break that down step by step for you so that we can get deep in the dirt of figuring out how to do these things. And I believe that at that is a beginning to be able to give us a good start to be the outreach for the independent insurance industry so that you can get what's the real agency intelligence, you know, like this. Usually I've got someone from the in agency in, but this is a solo one today. What's the agent's influence, right? Conversations with Jason Cass where we're getting outside the agency and outside of actually what we do day to day and maybe getting experts or someone or an executive, CEOs or something in our industry to get give us their perspective. Then we're going to have Agency Inspired, which is once again going to talk about outside and everything outside the agency. And then we're going to get down in the dirt with agency information. Keep in mind, they all are branded AI because AI is the way, like Agency Nation, is the way that we can keep that banner of our outreach and who we are and where we get information. And if there's anybody out there and you're listening to this and you say, hey, I would like to contribute, I'll tell you my buddy David Carruthers, uh, who you guys listen to his podcast, which is awesome, he reached out to me and said, Jason, is there any way I can contribute through consulting and teaching these people and putting together videos? I want to do it for free. I've got all this stuff to teach. And if you didn't listen to his podcast, Go back and listen to it. I promise you, it is one of the top three for this year. And, and that's not me saying that. That's the feedback I'm getting. And then, then think about the, the information that he could provide. If you're someone out there and you say, hey, I'd like to, I think I've got some value that I could provide to the independent insurance industry. Please, Jason, could I post a, a blog once a week or once a month or once a year? 
please reach out to us, Jason at agency-intelligence.com. That's Jason at agency-intelligence.com. Yes, you can still hit me at Jason at growprogram.com as well, but Jason at agency-intelligence.com and let us know. Um, be more than happy. This is what we are create, creating and, and AI is changing and it's getting bigger and bigger. And another thing that I have to say is I'm in Utah and I'm talking with um, a guy and he says to me when I'm talking about this mastermind with another agent, he says, Jason, I've been a loyal listener forever. I had no idea that you that you uh, had a mastermind. Now, there's people right now, you're sitting here listening to this saying, is he really a loyal listener if he didn't know you had a mastermind? That's my fault, guys. I don't do the mastermind to like make money. Right? I charge you $99 a month because that's our way of you putting skin in the game. See, I've been saying that for a long time. And everybody would be, oh, why would I pay $99 a month when I've got all these free resources out here through Facebook and through LinkedIn? You guys all know that it's full of idiots now, right? This is the problem. And I'm, I'm, I'm just real, right? That's another part of my thing to you. I just get real, no filter. But it's full of a lot of people who are not on the same level as you as a loyal listener. Okay, I know there's a solid 800 to 1,000 of you that listen to every podcast. I know it for a fact. I see the data. So I know there's 800 to 1,000 of us that are straight like boom, boom, boom. We are in it. We are in a higher level than those free things offer. Your membership into the mastermind is an agency membership. So paying that $99 a month is just not for one person. It's for your whole agency. Anybody in your agency can be a part of it. We have about 93, 94, 95 paying members that come to that. All that money goes to Brainshare, and it goes to support um, all the expenses of AI so that I don't actually have to pay anything out of my own pocket because I did carry this thing for five years. But I want you to know that. That's what, that's what we do at Mastermind. We meet two times a month on the second and on the fourth Thursday of every month, 10 Central Standard Time. That's 9 Mountain and 8 uh, Pacific, which would be also 11 Eastern Standard Time. Second and a fourth Thursday of every month we record it. We have a Facebook group that is what those other Facebook groups used to be. You may be in those other Facebook groups and you're thinking, where did all the people go that I used to hear all the time or they pop in? They're not there anymore because they're in our Facebook group because they know that they can ask questions and they can get intelligent answers and they can also answer intelligent questions. So that is why they're there. So just keep that in mind. I wanted you to know that and that's what we do and we do it for you. Here's the thing I want to tell you. Most agents who are in our mastermind tell me, this is what they've told me and when we pull them, that they save anywhere between $400 and as much as $2,800 a month by paying the $99 a month because of our discounts. For instance, Marble Box, they give you $2 off per hour. Yeah, so instead of paying $15 an hour, you're only getting $13 per hour. Agency VA, instead of paying whatever their hourly rate is, that can be different depending on if you're using someone out of the Philippines or someone who's Spanish-speaking, whatever it is, you're going to get $2 off an hour per that. So let's just say that you're using somebody for 40 hours a week. That's $80 a week. That's $320 of savings, if, if my math is right, somewhere around there. So just that, then the phone bills, I mean, all kinds of different stuff that we have in there. Besides the fact it's just the best place to learn out there anymore, guys, it really, truly is. It really, truly is. So I'll get off that. Just wanted to tell you about that. And then let's talk real quick. Let's turn the tide to testimonials versus reviews. I'm not going to hit on this long. 
So I brought this up in the mastermind and got like 50% of the people who agreed with me and the other 50% didn't. Those are the posts that I like the best because now we're having a conversation that most people don't want to have, right? They don't want to have it. iPhones and droids, it's about 50-50 usage. No one wants to really talk about which one's better. We joke with each other, but we don't ever really want to have that discussion as to why we think that one is better, right? That's how things get a lot of times. Usually there's always a discussion if it's 90-10 because 90% of the room think the same way and it's easy just to say, eh, that's not, that's not as good. But when we ask those questions and you get 50-50 responses, those are the ones that are the most challenging, right? I just thought of this right now. It's because of the way my brain thinks, but have you ever heard of 50-50 balls? If you're a coach, you know what a 50-50 ball is. If you're a basketball coach, if you're a baseball coach, if you're a football coach, that means that if the ball is in between you and another teammate and it's about 50% of the way in between us, who's going to get to that first? That's where you have to bust your butt. Coaches are watching that. Other players are watching to say, that's the type of person I want on my team because they bust their butt to the 50-50 ball. And those are the ones that are the most challenging. Sometimes those questions we ask when they come at 50-50, those are the ones that are the most challenging, and that's where we start to get to the meat of the matter and find out who the real players are. It's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. So here we go with the testimonials. Here's on the testimonials. I think that testimonials are a joke and I think reviews are legit. I think testimonials are a joke and I think reviews are legit. What is the difference? You're thinking to yourself, Jason, I've never even thought of the difference between the two. I know. That's why you listen to this podcast. I think this stuff for you and then bring it out and then allow you to uh, do what you want with it. There's a difference. A testimonial is when the company or the person requesting the testimonial is in the process, meaning they send out a request to somebody asking them, hey, would you write us a testimonial or... If you wouldn't write a testimonial, here's something you could write or you can just paste this. So the company is involved in that process. A review, that doesn't happen. A review is managed by a third party that collects those reviews or kind of testimonials. It collects them. So really, a testimonial from a third party, if you go onto a third party site and you put on, for instance, a Google review, if you go to Google and you review a company, that company may have asked you, hey, would you write us a Google review? And they may have sent you a link, but it's still up to you and it's still in an unbiased nature in the fact that it's handled and managed by Google. Whether it's a good or bad, it's going to go up there. On testimonials we and surveys, we can eliminate the people who give us four stars and below or three stars and below. 
So the difference is, is that a review is pure. Now, if you go back to what I just said, actually to be able to do the best of both worlds is what we want, right? We want to be able to have the company initiate the review, but without any bias towards how that review is written. I um, do a lot of products. A lot of people call me, ask me to do their products, and I tell them, no, their product blows, or I talk to another agent, it sucks. But the ones that I do bring to you, these are ones that I've actually used. And most of the time, the company will call me and say, Jason, I need you to make a video testimonial for me, and I need you to talk about this and this and this. This happens all the time. And so it thinks to myself that that means that they are interjecting themselves in a biased way. Now, here's the deal. Where we don't do it is, is I think it's okay to be what I want to say. There's reactively getting a, a review and there's proactively getting a review. And reactively getting a review is putting up some kind of sign on your desk or maybe occasionally asking. I even call that because there's no real process in how you attack every client. And that would be being a proactively asking for a review, which is meaning you're allowing a third party like Google or Facebook, try Google the most though, but you're using Google as a way to say, keep it biasly, we can't change it, we can reply to it, it's real. But we are allowed to initiate that by giving them the link that says, hey, I'm glad we just did a good job for you. We just got off the phone or before you get off the phone. Hey, are you happy with the service we provided you? When I get off the phone, I'm going to send you a link. If you would please tell us the way that you feel about our company, that would be great. Now, there's even some agents out there that, yes, that are tweaking it a little bit and saying, hey, would you make sure that you mention it was good auto insurance or it was good business insurance or would you mention our name of our staff? And that's huge because Google is looking for those keywords. So that is where they are not biasly putting it in so it makes them look good. They're biasly putting it in so that it helps Google know who they are. So I will say it again, and I will repeat it, and when I said it in the mastermind, I got jumped, and that's fine. Testimonials are a joke, and reviews are the real deal. It's just the way that it is. I really, truly believe that's wasting your time. I, how many times have you went to a site, and you've seen a, a testimonial video, and you're thinking to yourself, yeah, this is probably real, but it's probably not? I know. A lot of people do. Therefore, testimonials are a joke. Should you still get testimonials? Yeah, sure. If you can't get somebody to do a review, then do it. I'm not saying it's the end of the world. I'm just saying if you're going to waste your energy and you're going to be proactive and you're going to make somebody sit in front of a camera and get a testimonial or sit down and write it out, you might as well just send them the link to review because it means so much more, gives so much more impact, and it helps people and Google know who you are. Get that review, Google reviews, I'm telling you. And yes, I was thinking of this when I was at Podium because there were some things and statistics that they were showing us, which really had kind of confirmed some of the things we had discussed in the past inside of the mastermind. And since then, I've had many, many agents who would agree that uh, testimonials are good. Even my own mentor, Billy Williams, will tell me that he still believes testimonials are really good. Reviews are really good as well, but he believes in getting anything is better than getting nothing. And I can't disagree with that, but most of you don't get anything and you're thinking about getting something, start with the Google review. That's what I want to say. So now, I want to I close this up in the next 3, 5, 10 minutes, but here's what I want to do. 3, 5 to 10 minutes, what is that? Because I know myself, right? I know myself. 
Neon. If you don't know about neon, you've probably heard a little bit about it and you're like, what is it? It's not even real. I heard about it. It probably went bankrupt, whatever. But neon is fully in force. Just because it was built on Tech Canary does not mean that it stopped. Um, we now have another management system that it's going to be built on top of. I don't know if I'm allowed to say the name, so I'll keep it hush. If you're coming to BrainShare, you're going to get a full demo of this thing. Or not a full demo, I shouldn't say. You're going to get to see a demo of it, and you're going to be able to find out a lot more about it. So that is going to be phenomenal time. But there was some stuff that Seth Zaremba, who actually owns it, he just um, released some data. Now, keep in mind, after doing over the last year from August of 2019 to August of 20, I'm sorry, August of 2018 to August of 2019, he has recorded more than 10,400 cases involving service. Okay, these are 10,497 or something like that cases involving service. Now, you've got to understand that how you do and process business inside of Neon is completely different than every other management system. And you might want to go back to those podcasts where I talk about cases and how we how we'll be doing it inside of Neon. And one of the powers of the case, and actually all the power, is that you encapsulate all the data inside of a case that moves left to right through the customer experience and collects every piece of data, whether it's physical data like a phone number or a date of birth, to the behavioral data of how did we get that, how long did it take, who requested it, did they say yes, what type of person are they, all these different factors can be collected to go through this and go through AI machine learning. But let's stop right there at just the cases. 10,400 of them have been done regarding service inquiries. If you want to find out more and you actually want to see these statistics, you need to go to B Atomic. B, the letter B, Atomic. And, and what it is, it is a place where they, it is kind of like the outreach where you can find out more information. Sydney Rowe is doing a podcast and she's doing blogs and all kinds of stuff on this to get this word out about this. But he, so you can watch that. And, I, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll refer back to that here in just a, in a little bit. But here's what's amazing. Out of those 10,400 service inquiries, these are inquiries that were initiated by customers to, to, to uh, Zinc. Zinc Insurance is the insurance company, is the insurance agency that's owned by Seth Zaremba. And Neon is his software that runs it. Okay, just know that his software is, is what runs it. Now, what's amazing is, is those 10,400 search inquiry or service inquiries came from the customer or wanting to know something or also came from the company with them requesting more information or part of their system not being done right to where it's creating more work for us. Okay. 10,400. 46% of those cases those service inquiries were from insurance carriers. 46% of the service work that Zinc Insurance is doing were initiated by the company to us asking us to do more work because their systems are inefficient their communication lines are terrible. They've got different departments dealing with different things on the same thing that we've already answered. Their downloads and uploads blow. They're not good. They're inconsistent. We're having to go back and forth. 
the way that they do things with us when it comes to uh, licensing is old and archaic. I'm not here to down the companies, but what I'm here to say is that for once we've got the data. You, you hear me smiling? See, guys, you've never thought of this, right? This is those things like you've never thought of the fact that you could have that thing that fits in your hand that can answer all the questions that we ask in the world, right? So until you think of it, you don't realize what you're missing. The same thing happens here. Every day for the last five to 10 years or every month or every visit that you've got from your marketing rep, they always come in and they always have data. Well, ABC Insurance Company, it looks like here's what your direct written premium is. Here's your new business. Oh, here's your cancellations. Oh, here's your conversions. Oh, look, it seems like you're writing 100, 300 limits, but you're writing state minimums a lot. Oh, here's your loss ratio. Oh, look, here's the problems here. And us as agents and agency owners, we're just kind of sitting there like, oh, okay. Well, I kind of knew that. Wow, I didn't know that. Okay. All right. And they're sitting here saying, see, this is why you need to change this and this and then do this and this. And, and we can help you do this and this. And why, why are you doing it this way and this way? Right? This is, this is what they do. And we're sitting there like powerless. And no more though. How about being able to have the statistics that Zinc Insurance has their neon and being able to turn those around and say, hey, I'm glad you've got your data. I've got mine too. Matter of fact, when we looked at all of our service inquiries, 46% of them came from carriers. And you, Mr. Carrier A, look, of those 46%, it looks like 27% of those were initiated from your company to my staff requesting more work. And then when we break those down and we start looking at what those individual things were, they're, be, they're because your technology didn't allow us to give that answer up front or your communication channel was wrong. So the person we gave the information to was the wrong person and they didn't know and they came back to us. But here's the point. You're causing us a lot, costing us a lot of money. Now, I'm, I, I don't think she talked about it specifically uh, Sydney Rowe, the amount of money. So basically what he did, and, and we talked about this in the mastermind meeting we had because Seth gave us permission to it, but even in the mastermind meeting, I didn't record this part. But he basically took his service payroll and said, here's how much I pay in payroll per month. And here's how much is being spent on service. And here's how much is being ser- spent on service just from companies. And here's how much service has been co- happened from company- companies just like you who are costing us. And you're sitting in front of me, customer A, and saying, why aren't you doing business with us more? And I'm telling you, my, my staff is frustrated dealing and working with your cust- company. And you say, oh, yeah, but other people aren't saying that, and blah, blah, blah. And we have nothing. We have nothing to prove to them. We have nothing to show them to say, no, look at this. Now we do. Now we've got the data. And you know what I'm looking here in 27% of these 46% of inquiries that come from insurance companies and you're 27% of them, company A, have you noticed that company B has less than 3% of those inquiries? And is it not ironic that if we're not, we're going to start putting more business with them? 
See, if you remember back from a couple of my podcasts, folks, I've been talking about this for a long time. I've been talking about the three little lies, about how we believe having having a big agency with lots of companies and lots of staff is important. No, the reason why the companies want you to get big is because that's the only way that you can get over the fact that you're losing so much damn money. You've got to scale. You've got to scale as fast as you can because they're putting so much work on us that's costing us so much money that we have to continue to outrun. Why do they make you feel as if uh, an agency lives on new business? You know why we live on new business? Because the amount of money we take off referrals is not enough because the cost of servicing that business that's coming directly from the carriers is so much it's sinking us. And therefore, they want us to write new business. And what do we do? We write new business and we just fall more into service. But it's more business to the company, right? We've never had the data and now we do, folks. Guys, if I could say that this example... Let's just call this an example, a service example. There's a hundred of these service. There's a hundred of these examples that Neon are going to point out to you as a business owner. They're going to point it out to you as a as 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 a business owner and how that you're running your agency and operations. It's going to tell you how effective your vendors are, how effective you are with your companies, how effective your companies are with you and your vendors. Who's working together? Who's not working together? How many dollars is that costing you because of that? You've never had the data before, but now you do. Is that not exciting? Remember at the very beginning, and I've told you forever, that but Neon is about putting the power back in the hands of the agent. That's why this is so powerful, folks. That's why this is so powerful. This is the reason why Seth has always said that if we don't figure this out as agents, this type of technology would be used by our vendors and our companies to eliminate us. We have to have the data. If data runs everything else in the world, it's got to run our agency. How are you collecting that data? Well, Jason, we're really good at collecting phone numbers and email addresses. That's dead data. I can't remember the name of it. It's called, um, it's like, it's, it's data that's at a dead end. I can't think of the name of it right now. It's, it's escaping me. But if, I, if we tell AI and we start looking at data and we start saying, here's a phone number. To AI technology, which makes a lot of this happen on some of the stuff I was talking to you about, you can't necessarily look and say the AI would look at that and go, yeah, it's a phone number. What AI wants to know is where that phone number come from. When did you get it? How did you ask for it? How many times did you have to ask for it? What way did you ask for it? Right? All this starts to funnel into and then looking at the person that you're talking with and getting that phone number from, what's all their characteristics of the data points across, across the website or across the internet? How do they relate to the other people inside your agency that you're collecting phone numbers from? Is it different? Is it good? Is it within your process? Is it within your workflow? Is it how you do business? Is it how you have your agency set up? You don't know any of this stuff. But when you create cases for every transaction that happens in your agency, now you can start to track this stuff. This is just the beginning, folks. Neon is an exciting thing. Neon, people say, is it a management system? Eh, it kind of is, but it's kind of not. What it is, is it's like, I don't know what it is. It's our power. It's our way. People say... I've heard people say this, and I've heard Seth explain it, that he says, why, why did you name it Neon? Do you know why he named it Neon? You may listen back to the podcast. I don't know if exactly if he said why, but I'll tell you why. Because I can't remember the exact percentage, but I'm pretty close, that about, I think, 0.8% of the air all around us 
is neon, the, the chemical neon, not the chemical, the uh, air, whatever you would call that. I'm not good at that stuff, guys. I've always said from the beginning, I'm not a really smart guy. I have the world fooled. I just really like insurance, and I study it a lot. But it's a gas. Excuse me. There you go. So neon is a is 0.8% of the air is neon gas. Here's the thing about neon gas. You could have 20% of the air or 50% of the air neon gas. Do you know you can't see it? You can't see it until you throw an electric charge through it. When you capture the neon gas into one spot and you can throw electric charge through it, it glows. It becomes the light where it's dark. That's what neon is. You are neon. Your competitor down the road is neon. Every agent in this industry is neon. A lot of vendors in this industry are neon. We've got companies and carriers that are neon. But we're not getting what we need to get out of it until we all band together and we inject some energy into it and it glows. Seth Zaremba, thank you very much for who you are. I say it all the time and I'm going to go to my grave saying it. He is the Steve Jobs of insurance. And when you hear me say that, you'll be like, oh, he'd just be another thing. When you speak with Seth and you start talking to him, he's so calm, he's so collective, he's so quiet. And when he talks, though, his weight is just unbelievably powerful and heavy. So I want to, that's what, that's what my podcast is for today. I haven't even looked to see how long this sucker was. It's around 35 minutes. It's way longer than I wanted it to be. But I wanted to get this out and I want to let you know that right now I'm probably sitting uh, on a beach, if this is the uh, 27th, I'm on my way to uh, BrainShare and Don Cesar. Go to aibrainshare.com, aibrainshare.com, and you'll be able to see um, the event that I'm that I'm holding right now. I hope that you can make it next year. Um, it's it's a fabulous event. It is by invite only. We do limit it um, to so you have to get in early. Have to pay attention as a loyal listener. Um, my wife and I are having our anniversary on the 28th, which is Saturday, so that worked out perfectly. Um, then Sunday, we're probably going to recoup because there's a lot of people coming in on Saturday and get prepared. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we are going to be in a brain share discussion for two and a half days. It's going to be a good time. I want to thank you for being a loyal listener, and I want you to tell me your thoughts, tell me your ideas, and I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. This has been Agency Intelligence Podcast, where we got real agents, me, inside of real agencies, the Insurance Alliance, giving you the real agency intelligence about neon, about testimonials are better than reviews, and what my responsibility is to you. I'm out. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. 
just wants you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good, or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, at Virtual Intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.